Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It's Danza, but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to ENN. Hello. On Tiwi. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. Ty Cobb. And to Michael. It's the tone. He's taking like a tone like, oh, I, have, I have the audacity not to watch. Abe Ruth. He's playing right field. That's the way it sounded, Michael. Michael? Now, we shift from something oh, no. that Don doesn't care about to something that What's Don happening? does. Something happened. Time for Diamond Notes, brought to you by Two by Long. Don't tell me what I want. You tell everybody what you want, <laughs> and then I'll tell everybody what I want. That's right. Good evening, Don. It's baseball, so Peter's drifted off. <laughs> See, that's just unfair to you, Peter. And what's that, Don? Michael's Mr. Baseball Boy. <laughs> and to myself. Michael, you good over That's there? That's today's Yankee starting lineup against the Blue Jays here in Toronto. <laughs> that's the one. I was, I was, that like, was the one. That's the one. That made it worth it. Yeah, that's the one we'll see in the tournament. It's the blatant disregard <laughs> for my question. Michael, you good over that's there? That's today's Yankee starting lineup against the Blue Jays here in Toronto. I know, but the drop, the drop will suggest something else. Oh, okay. boy. That makes you guys happy. What's wrong? Yeah, that's got legs. That's a five seed at least. It, that as time goes on, that could be something. I really, I feel really good about that. I'm, I'm telling you this one thing you guys haven't even considered. We don't want to get too much out on the air. I don't know if we're going to have drop madness next year. Why whoa, would you whoa, say that? Whoa, whoa, uh, yeah. whoa! Wait, what, what are you talking about? about? Stuff that's going on which we can't mention. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything here's a no. Oh. No, I don't. What is he talking about? It's in March. I don't know. No drop madness. What has he got going on that we don't know? Not me. I don't know. I'm being told we should keep this private. Yeah. Sounds like internison. You know, you know, I worry I, about internison things. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about. Really? You have no idea? No. Wow. No. We're going to move on. <laughs> Michael, you good over That's there? That's today's Yankee starting lineup against the Blue Jays here in Toronto. <laughs> All right, so. He's such a bad guy. Coach Sala said earlier that he is hoping and expecting Zach to be back in week four, but he's still being evaluated, and hopefully we will have Zach Wilson back at the helm of this football team. Didn't he rena- tell us that a while back, and then he was out four weeks? Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I remember thinking it would only be a week or two, and then it turned into four. That is correct. I think we should change the name of the text, Don. I think we should change the name of the segment to Soft Sala since that we go so soft on. Oh, what? I don't. I don't know if I like that name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael. He just said. Can I see the text? Yeah. Well, 
Just trying to save the segment. Ty Cobb. Let's uh let's stay Captain with the Jets. Literal man. Let's stay with the Jets for a second. I'm, where are we going with them? Uh, let's go to DJ Reed talking about how this team needs to get on the same page. We need to have a meeting as far as the defense because um, this is unacceptable. Like the mental errors are unacceptable um, from the coaches, from the players, everybody that's a part of this, including myself, is unacceptable. So we got to have a meeting and just talk about everything. Whether what we're doing is too much, what either we're not over communicating, we gotta we gotta get we gotta cut it out like we gotta get it right like like that has to happen, has happened. Sound alike, Sugar Ray Leonard. Ooh, that's a good one. Play it again. Just we need a to little have bit. a meeting as far as the defense. That's because um, it's this is unacceptable. No. Like the mental errors are unacceptable um, from the coaches, from the players, no, we're not play the everybody whole thing, that's I almost died the first time. Now, now. So we got. What do you guys think of that? From the players to the coaches, well, are you allowed to say and then that? The coach agreed. Obviously, he has a relationship with Sala going back to San Francisco. But what's Sala supposed to do? He's got to take it. He, he expects accountability from everybody, so I guess he has to hold himself accountable as well. Unless but he, he's not, unless it's it's not his fault. But he also did admit that he would like to keep that stuff in house. That, uh, that's the thing. It's not so much what you say, it's that you you feel galvanized to say it. So not, right at that point, though, Don, what was the caller's name again that was critiquing how he did it? Frank. I Frank. Think it was so Frank. Frank wanted us to go into Salah's office with a ball-peen hammer and, like, smash his brain open because he didn't agree with you know how he answered no, the question. I, I, but I, I get, there's a certain way that fans like that. They're, they're frustrated. So we want you know, go on the air and say, Robert, you're awful. You should be fired. You should resign. Or and then, you're a liar. Liar. You know, but the thing is, we just, we'll just ask the questions, and then you answer them, and then you decide. Like, I don't know why we have to be the executioner. I just came up with a great thing. We report, you decide. Oh, I think I've heard that before. But, I, I thought that was brand new. But isn't that really what we're supposed to do? It's not a place of you know being gutless. It's just you ask questions, he answers, and then you decide what you want to do with it. But between DJ Reed's comments and Quinn and Williams needing to be held back from Aaron White Cotton on the sideline, I have never in my sixty-one years on Earth mm-hmm. heard the last name White Cotton until this. I got to tell you, me. Neither. Never, ever. I've never heard that last name. And I'll, I'll, can I be f- totally frank? Not Paul a Peter. fan. Not a fan. Not a fan of not the name. Not a fan of someone's name. Not a fan of the name. I don't think that's something that we should talk about. I mean, he couldn't well, analyze. He, that's that's what, his what name. Well, he, he didn't choose it. He's not a hip hop artist. I'm going to go by. I'm going to go by vibes. White Cotton. Hey, man, what's up, Eddie? You good? If you want to critique a name, critique the name that somebody chose, not when it's chosen to them. I mean, it, it's that's his name. What are you supposed to do? Also, can you believe that when the media met with Salah, right, they meet with him before he comes on with us, no one asked him what the conversation with the former president was like. No one. Yeah, I, I'm shocked we were the first ones to ask him. And we did curious. say that there's a possibility that the next win Jimmy Carter calls him, and we did dive down into our our future caster. You know what he would say to Jimmy Carter if Jimmy Carter called him? Yeah. You know what he'd say. Jimmy, what's up, Eddie? You good? Yeah. Jimmy Carter, boy. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's the only thing you can. <laughs> it is so. It's the awesome. only thing you can say is what Young Sav so said. So you said it was Carter, Clinton, and Bush, right? Yeah, yeah. So what's what's the matter with Barack Obama? He can't be bothered. Oh, I forgot. Oh, you're right. <laughs> he forgot about the that. one that's the most likely to call next. Wow, right? what a great poll, Don. I'm really such a I'm such a stooge. <laughs> The most recent one. Well, no, no. Trump is the most recent one. I, I, I'm, I'm beside myself. I couldn't remember. I and I lost his name again. The car, Johnny Keene. How could I not remember that stuff? Well, oh, it, it was not a memorable season. I remember. But who I, he, I mean, it's a memorable move in Yankee history. I remember who the Cardinals beat out to win that, that league. Beat the Phillies and Gene Mock. That I remember. Right. And beat the Yankees in seven games. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but the New York Giants have a big football game tonight. Ooh. Foosball. Yeah, the big foosball. You know the foosball. <laughs> and um, Jordan Ronan was on ESPN Radio right. earlier, as he's ought, you know often is. Take a break, uh, So Michael. we like to call him Inagata DeVita. <laughs> this is actually a short clip, guys. <laughs> the Iron is, Butterfly. This is not a two-minute <laughs> clip. It's only 15 seconds. Okay, really? This is Jordan saying that this Giants team has actually bought into Coach Dable. Almost everybody buys into the new regime at first, but at some point it has to produce victories. Now, for it to produce victories right away is the difference here, right? Joe Judge went 6-10 and his first year, and everybody was optimistic, right? If you actually win games and the Giants are doing that, it's like through the roof, right? It's a good point. It really it is a huge difference, well, you know. And by the way, it's not like the Giants have been dominant in those two games. No, caught some very lucky but, breaks, but but still, it makes a huge difference well, to be two and up. Let's put it into perspective. Why are Jet fans mad? Because They're this losing. because this year looks a lot like last year, right? And what's great about the Giants? This is opposite of last year. Last year they would have found a way to lose that game against Carolina, right? They would have had the punt. Carolina would drove the field, kicked like a sixty-three yard field goal to win the game. Yep, right. Opening day, they would have went for two, missed. Or maybe not even be a position to score the touchdown and just lose the game. We'll be talking about how they didn't spend any time uh, in the other side of the 50 the entire first half. All all of that. But when you win, it's it's a completely different narrative. Completely. I don't care. Coaches could talk all they want about, oh, it's inside the room. We're feeling good about ourselves. It's all about the W, winning the game, period. Um. I'm looking forward to this game, and as you guys know, it's my two-point pick. So this is a big night for me. Moving day. It it it, it could be a bit of moving day, and I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful. Rex Ryan likes the Giants tonight. So who wins the game? I think Giants win this game. That's right. You know, I, that's that's what I think. I think they go to 3-0, and and then you look at the schedule, it's like, wow, this is set up. But this is an absolute gift. Without Dak Prescott being the quarterback, this is a gift. And, and I think it's... I'm telling you, this. I, I would go into this thing, man, I couldn't wait to play this game. If I was a giant, I, I I literally, as a coach, I could not wait to play this game. I would blast this dang quarterback, take him out of that run game. You got one receiver I got to worry about? Come on, this will be a beatdown. I would love to see that. I'll be, that would be, I would truly enjoy that as well. I got to tell you, let's be honest about something. Rex has a beautiful voice. Say what you will about the man, but you don't enjoy listening to Rex Ryan talk. I think he has lovely pipes. I never th- never crossed my mind. No offense to Rex. Listen, the- so who wins the game? I think Giants win this game. Just that's cl- right. You know, I, that's that's what I think. I think oh. they go to three and zero. Oh and then it's a crispy voice. He has a crisp like, voice. That Rex Ryan. I'll tell you what, I saw him yesterday in person. I've never seen whiter teeth in my life. Oh my, the teeth. Oh my, I, they were blinding. He smiled, and they were blind. And listen, by the way, when people get their teeth done, I, I I compliment them openly on the teeth. 
I've said it to multiple people now in wrestling. I go up to them when I see they got their teeth done, and I go, beautiful teeth. So you're what? a big teeth guy. Well, yeah, you remember. You and I got into the big fight because I didn't use the word veneers correctly. <laughs> we got into like a screaming. Oh, yeah, what was that about? Because again? I was confused was about, about what a veneer technically is versus a cap. Oh, but, yeah. But what I'm saying is when people get rid of their old teeth and show up with a completely new smile, I go, wow. Beautiful. See, but you, teeth. You've, you've, you've enjoyed friends, right? You've seen a lot of friends. The vehicle? The, the uh, Schwimmer vehicle? Yes. Sure. And, and when Schwimmer whitened his teeth and they were blinding, it's kind of that look. I mean, they're really white. Right. Like it, it, it hits you. The other day I saw um, an artist at the Buffalo Show, a great artist here out of Brooklyn who I'm a big fan of, Fabio Foran. Of course. Fabio has beautiful teeth. He did something. They're, they're fantastic. I love when people get some money and go, you know what? Getting these Let's teeth get some right. Teeth. Yeah, I, I'd like to do it, and I don't even hate my teeth. But you I have nice teeth. My teeth are fine, but there is something about that bright. You just have to be careful. You don't want to go too over the top. That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> speaking of people with beautiful, beautiful teeth, Dan Grassa is hosting a show tonight from Bar 360 inside Resorts World Casino in Queens. So Queens, if you want to go hang with our guy Dan Grassa and watch the game, yeah, he'll get you all ready for the Giants Cowboys matchup. That's right, live from Bar 360 and Resort World's Casino. Are you speeding there, Don? Speeding out where? With Dan? No, he's going home. He's going home. Oh, but don't, home. But I'm glad you asked. Bart Oates will be there on site with Dan. Hanging Love out. Bart Oates. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, he, he's in the Hall of Fame of Jace. He's sitting with Dan Grasso. Um, NBA Media Day. A lot of conversations today with all your favorite NBA stars, mm-hmm. including Kevin Durant, um, who was asked, are you surprised you're still a net? No, I know I'm that good that you're just not going to give me away. So that's one thing I did appreciate about Sean and Joe is like, yeah, you're too great for us to give you away. Just that easy, that simple. So I get that. I know who I am. That okay. is an interesting way to look at uh, things, Kevin. That, that's I, I, Listen, he's telling the truth, but how does that come across as anything but nozzle? <laughs> it's, it's tough. Uh, he says, do you feel like you have to prove to fans that you want to be here? Nets fans should know me after three years and the work I put in. Like, we've been through a lot as a team, and I still go out there and do my job. So I don't feel like I got to prove anything to Nets fans after three years. And I'm committed to moving forward with this team. So if they got doubts, then I can't control that. That's on you. But you seen me. You know what I do. You know how much I care about playing and you know how much I care about my teammates and this organization by what I've shown these last three years. So, you know, I just keep being me every day. And then some people won't like it. Some people not going to like it, but they may come around to it. I mean, it is what it is. Cap, wait. Cap, I love you. You know I think you're one of the greatest players I've ever seen. You love your teammates in the organization. You demanded to be traded. <laughs> you demanded the GM and the coach get fired. I mean, are we morons? I, uh, I love KD. It's my guy, man. But he sounds insane. That sounds insane. I love my teammates in the organization, although I did demand to be traded. Right. And we're supposed to forget. And then if you actually rebut it, right, then he'll go after you. You know, on Twitter or whatever, we're haters. I mean, no. I'm just spitting facts here. You asked to be traded. It was public. And you wanted your coach and GM fired. Public. Right. And by the way, isn't the coach here because of him? That that That's never really been nailed yeah, that down. That seems unclear, especially now. Let, let's now. All things change. Guys, hold on. You know that crazy things are not going to be said by the Nets without us getting some Kyrie Irving in on yeah, the Yeah, let's action. hear that. 
Kyrie on the decision to opt in and the KD trade request. It's just a lot. Like hearing Kev won a trade request, I opt in. It's awkward. <laughs> it's very awkward. I'm sitting at home like, I don't know what to think of it, but because there's a trust that we have within each other, I just ultimately want to see him do well and be happy. So if that wasn't within our organization, I was going to have to accept that and move on. And I knew that I could move on and get to a place where I knew Kev could be comfortable and everybody could be comfortable. Sean, Joe, just our whole entire family and culture in which we speak on, I think it needed, you know, some honest conversations. And that's what we did this summer. And that's what we had. So to reflect on, it, I hope I answered a little bit of it. You know, there's a big timeline, a lot of days in the summer where the offseason has taken its own emotions and courses and, you know, thoughts on what's going to happen. So I tried to just center in on what I want to accomplish. And that was just focusing on being the best teammate I can be and being on a great team and what that means to me and really embodying that action every single day and not just saying it. So I don't want to get too wordy or too preachy up here, but I had a lot of time to think and making the decision to come back to Brooklyn was the best one for me, best one for me to fit in here and just figure it out along the way as we as we get this party started. Well, listen, I, I want to give a congratulations, a hearty congratulations to Kyrie Irving, who it's not very often you can say this, came off as way less nozzly in his yes. comments than KD. He won. He in the battle there, unless it was unless the battle was for who sounded the most nozzly. But I I, 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 I Kyrie sounded I like that he said it was awkward. Of I course, because it was. Yeah, it was. And he said he talked it out and that's that's what uh K D didn't seem to understand. It was an awkward situation. You asked out. Now, you could ask out and say, All right, well it didn't work out. I'm here. I'm gonna give the best I can to this team, but don't make it seem like you love it here. You want it out. It's going to be fun. Uh, here's an ENN story. Art Stapleton, covers the Giants for the record, said that he, he's been told by a source the Giants plan to acknowledge Aaron Judge here for the crowd at MetLife if he hits number 61 during Monday Night Football. Is Don it? won't acknowledge it, Peter, but the Giants will. Who, who is What's it? up, all right? Who does Aaron Judge think he is? Roman Reigns? He's going to be. He's going to be acknowledged. See, by, this, acknowledge. This me. is why Michael is really, really <laughs> down to his core a bad guy. Why? All right. All I said was the Giants would win the faceoff, which any Giant fan would agree. Of course, it's your team. Now he's going to make it like, I don't care about it. Now Yankee fans are going to destroy me that I'm not acknowledging the record. They're going to put up a congratulations, Aaron, in the uh, on the Jumbotron. They're That's a good job. they show the video of the home run. Right. Well, they should. Yeah. And I thought it was a good job out of the Yankees yesterday. Put the put the Sunday night game on for the people sitting in the rain. I now that was nice too. I, and and in Yankee Stadium getting struck by lightning too. Did you see that? No, we have to say goodbye to yes though. Oh, uh, bye yes. I'll be there in a moment. So yes, uh, we'll we'll of course carry the big Yankee Blue sure. Jay game tonight with Michael K on the call. In case you're wondering, um, you know what we should do, Don? Let's do a little ENN next. Want to continue on? Sure. Get to some more audio. A lot to do. Peter and Don on the K Show on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts.
Yeah, yeah. How you living? <laughs> what? How you living? Wow, ad libs from Donald LaGreca as ENN continues on. Andrew and I were what? just talking. You know, sometimes on ENN we like to have the catch up on a weekend of football. I was just saying to Andrew Don, I don't know how much you watched of the Commanders Eagles game. Do you see any of it? Just the highlights? That have well, been repeating that was my all two day. Point play. Oh, so yeah, you were, and you the s- game was on locally, yeah. on, on Fox Five. So, but, were you, but you had the Jets on too. I had the Jets, and I was really engaged in Colts Chiefs, so I was watching that because oh, I still right. have that a was Sunday your three ticket. pointer. Um, so you didn't see much. Well, I, I I saw like a good portion of the first quarter. But we were just talking about it. A couple things stand out. Number one, like the perfect confluence of events to make that a horrible day for the Commanders. The Eagles' D-line is sick, and they clearly wanted to kill Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, Don, has the pocket awareness of a four-year-old. It's like he literally—he's one of the only quarterbacks I've ever seen who will like turn around and be facing the wrong direction in the pocket. Like I, though, Andrew, that one fumble—it's like he just threw the ball on the ground for you guys. It's—it's it's the Carson Wentz experience. It's—it's it's insane that we're doing this. I'm—I'm I'm serious. No. Like, I was ready to bench him yesterday. I, I tell me if you think I'm crazy. Was I being a crazy fan, or would it have been fair at halftime to have put in Taylor Heineke because he was completely ineffective? Am I crazy for that? Fair to like your chances of winning the game. I'll say this: he might have lost Wentz if he did that. Now that may not matter to you, but if you benched Wentz in his first game against the Eagles at halftime, <laughs> like that, that's a hard thing to win your quarterback. So, so you're basically willing to say this is done if you bench him. I guess you're right because you're mentally killing him. And let's be honest, we know Carson Wentz is fragile. He's fragile fragile to begin with. So then, see, factor in Don, the Washington O-line. You know, we don't have offensive linemen apparently right now. We just have turnstiles, okay? Just a bunch of turnstiles. Everyone – then you you look at Jalen Hurts, Don – it's not like the commander uh, defensive backs were just getting burned. He was dropping dimes all over the field. He really, he really is throwing a good ball right no, now. He's, right now, they're off to a great start. Now, do I think they're going to go seventeen and zero? No, but their defense is playing well. They look like they're the team to beat in that division. Now, what you hear from Steve Young, September is basically preseason, right? So, does that mean Washington's off to a slow start because they've got a new quarterback? But, you know, you see new coaches, new coach in Miami, they look terrific. Right? But, new coach in Vegas, they're 0-3. So I do think that— That division, it, wow. Uh, listen, I know it's only three weeks, but we were talking about all four teams going to the playoffs. And right now, who's even going to win the division? And I know the Chargers have looked good for the most, but they looked awful yesterday. By the way, are, are the Broncos giving you sort of a Peyton Manning— Super Bowl Bronco vibes. I don't know what's going on there because you they're will winning, see. but they're broken. Like, Listen, they I watched. Terrible. I watched a lot of that game last night because you wanted to torture yourself. Well, just because I don't know. I just I had I had a and I was San rooting Francisco. against you, and right. I was I was hoping Denver so you wouldn't get the point. But out of nowhere, you'll see like a terrific throw by Wilson. Like it, it's not like he's completely incompetent, but it just feels like new team early in the year. I think they will get better, but these games still count. It's not like you go back and go, all right, we're going to replay the games in September because they're only preseason. Preseason doesn't count. Regular season counts. So that's why tonight's game with the Giants is so vitally important because 
while you're trying to figure things out, get W's. That's it. They 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 don't run out. They don't expire. There's no expiration no, date count. on wins, they right? Count. So believe me, don't get the win tonight. It's going to be that much harder to win in Dallas with Dak Prescott. So you want to start winning games, just win, compile wins, keep up with Philadelphia, and file them away. You mentioned Tua Tagovailoa. Let's hear from Tua on the expectations for this football team in Miami. No, no, expectations haven't haven't been raised, haven't changed. For us, this is what we believe. We believed in each other. We believed in ourselves. It might be new to a lot of the people that are are watching, but you know, for us, we we don't do anything more than what we're asked out there on the field, as well as practice. That's what we do. We just trust each other, go out and play football. Now, Patrick Mahomes um, had uh, what, what happened between him and Eric Bieniemy? They kind of were going back and forth. Here's uh, Mahomes on the disagreement. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I wanted to go try to score. I mean, that's just who I am. We were in a tough situation. I believe it was like second or third and 20 or and something like that. And the, probably the smart decision was to just take it. We had got the ball out of half. Let's just go to the go to halftime. But I'm always going to be wanting to score. And I mean, I pretty much just said, let me have a chance at it. And then he was just like, let's let's, let's get back in our locker room and we'll, we'll get something going for the next half. And I don't know if that's an altercation, but I mean, that was just that was the end of the conversation. Now, who was the um, the former chief that went uh, on Twitter? Or current chief. Former Le- McCoy. Yeah. Who Le- clearly Le- does not like Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I, and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find the quote. But she- it was pretty pretty pointed on, on why Bieniemy maybe isn't a head coach in this league. Andrew, while Don's looking up, can I ask you a question, Andrew? Yeah. Shady McCoy's been, like, popping up in the media again, like doing a podcast and mm-hmm. finding his voice, sort of. What happened to the story about him that was literally one of the most horrifying I don't know. stories of all time? I don't know. Like, did it turn out it wasn't true and it was completely made up? You don't know. I really, hmm. I don't know. Because if that story from back then was true, I don't know how he's even making a reemergence into the media. But maybe it turns out it was completely made up. Do you remember that, Don? I do. We but need it, to find out right, we, what happened. Now, here's, here's the tweet. All the enemy does is argue with players. Knows nothing about passing or play calling. Who? <laughs> so, I mean, it's just one man's opinion, but it was somebody that played for him. And you, we always wonder why the offensive coordinator of one of the most cohesive offensive units we've seen in the last decade can't get a head coaching job. Now, oh, because Andy Reid gets all the credit, whatever. But if this is how players feel about him, you just wonder if he, if he should be. I, I, the not. Andy Reid thing, though, can't be it because Matt Nagy got a job. No. Doug Peterson got a job, so there has to be no. more. And, and this might be a little window into, but he still hasn't lost his job yeah, that's as true. offensive coordinator either. So, oh, I, listen, I watched a lot of that game, a lot of dropped passes, so it wasn't just coaching. I, the, the line wasn't great. Uh, they went for – got to tell you now, it, it seems like nobody wants to punt anymore. Everybody, if, if, if it's fourth and one, they're going for it. Like, it no does what, a lot more. You know, yeah. and the fake punt, I know their kicker's hurt and all that, but they left a lot of points on the table, and I'm bitter because I had them at five and a half, and they end up losing the game. And it almost worked to my benefit, like, how it would happen, because if the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs, it wasn't crazy with 22 seconds that they get field goal range for its overtime and still cover. That's right. So I was actually rooting for the Colts to, to score at the end of the game just to set that up because how much time is not enough time for this Kansas City offense? Right. But at least early on, that whole division, Chargers look bad, Broncos look brutal. Raider, the, Raiders might be done. 0-3 is tough to get up from. Uh, by the way, I have some 
unrelated to football, a little bit of potentially good news. I mean, you can either look at this as nothing if you're a Yankee fan. Okay. Or, or, or you could look at, I'm serious, or you could be like, oh my God, this is news. Uh, I was just sent a photo of Aaron Judge walking into the building today. And his choice of sweatshirt is interesting. Okay. Sweatshirt says, New York or nowhere. So you're reading into that he's going to take a knee on these three games? <laughs> That's not what I meant, no. What did you mean? I, I was referring oh, to— Oh, you're going even—oh, I've been so consumed by 61. We no, I'm going contract a... negotiations. Ah. New York or nowhere. Maybe it's nothing. It's just a—I mean, I've seen it before. It's a brand. Like, you know, maybe he's not thinking about it. But yeah, it's... but it, it's still tough to put that on and not have people come to that conclusion, although I didn't write away. <laughs> that was but very still, interesting. Well, but— <laughs> Well, because again, we, we've kind of put the contract on the shelf for the last few games, we just have, because we have. of all We're that. We're waiting for sixty. But all is all this just to put more pressure on the Yankees, like New York or nowhere. I don't want to play anybody else. He's really that, played well, it very a, well. That's it's a like, great hey, point. It's up to you guys. Pay me what I want, and I'm not going anywhere. Right, it's up to you. Clearly, I want to be here because he's got to paint the picture at the end of the day that the Yankees are the bad guys if he goes sign someplace else. Now, ultimately, we'll have to see the numbers. But if it's close, I mean, how do the Yankees not re-sign him? If he's saying he wants to be here, I, I think he's – Michael likes to say kidding on the square. There's got to be something else where he's he's really playing coy but to his advantage. Back to the foosball, Tom Brady, rough offensive performance for his Bucks. There's a lot to it, so bad execution on offense at a time where we needed good execution and we didn't get it. And there was a lot of other times we had a lot of other bad execution. And I think the reality is when you do that, you don't have the opportunity to score points. So too many plays where we are behind the sticks and not good on third down and penalties, turnovers, missed opportunities. And, you know, defense played great. we got to play better on offense. we got to do a lot better job. We haven't scored many points all season. So three games, we got to get a lot better. On the other side, Aaron Rodgers said that he saw something on the Jumbotron that tipped him off about something the Bucks were doing. So you come all the way down and talk to Matt LaFleur during that final drive with the defense on. What was going through you during the two-point conversion, especially after you saw the fact that they took the five-yard penalty? Well, they should have on the previous play, too. It was a delay on both plays. But uh, sometimes you see things in the game. Sometimes the Jumbotron shows things they probably shouldn't show, even at home. Uh, I saw something and just passed on the information. Now, I thought... Because this was Fox's game. Mm -hmm. So Kevin Burkhart brought up a great point that was confirmed by Mike Pereira. That when the clock he hit zero on the field for the for the delay of game, the you officials will give you a beat. And and it was it was very interesting because when you when you went back to see the delay of game that was not called, then you understood the beat. Mm -hmm. But when they called it on the two-point conversion, you could tell that was way more than a beat. Yep. So I think they got it right. But that's the thing. It's not just the play wasn't executed. You take it, Tom Brady taking a delay a game in his own building? Hold on. Uh, essentially. On, on, on what, what is trying to be the tying two-point conversion? And by the way, essentially on back-to-back -back plays. Yeah. I So, again, it's early. But it just seems like – and they, they're really banged up. You know, Evans is not in the game. He's the best wide receiver. No, they're, they're, they're fighting to survive. At this point, and but, but but the Saints, you know, looked like they were going to get blown out. They made it closer, but the, the Panthers tell you, took the way, care of business. Can I tell you? I think I, I texted yesterday just Andrew. Michael gives me a hard time. Where did I get my picks? I copied my pick from Mike Tannenbaum. Blah blah. 
Where, where did Michael get told? You, where did Michael get this, told Carolina? This is a that serious such, allegation. No, 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 Listen, no, no, no. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's legal. I'm ready to go there. It's, I'm, I thought the exact same thing. He gets Carolina. He picks Carolina over New Orleans in such a random game. And by the way, it was clear they were going to cover Don from two minutes into the Listen, game. Listen, and I will. And I, it was incredible. And I will say this to his face. Go ahead. He won't take it well. But how do you have that pick? Right from from where? Like that wasn't even an attractive game. Oh, it was like, repugnant. When you're making your picks, things jump out at you. Yeah, it was Gargamel. All right. So how do you have a feel for Saints Panthers? How you make it your two point play? All right. But then you make the Commanders your three point play because he's hearing it from. By the way, so I should point this out. My future brother-in-law likes to bet the football games, and he talks to people who are definitely on the smarter side on things. Right. Three, 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 three. I showed up to the, the house yesterday, and he's like, oh, I picked your guys. I'm, I picked the commanders. And I go, so there's, so that was a bet. The commanders were a thing yesterday. Okay. That's what that's what I'm thinking, that Michael's getting the word from but, someone where the smart money is. I, 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 Something's listen, going I on. I understand that Peter and I Giuseppe are, com- that's are right. coming across like just bitter yo-yos. I get it. I, I'll own it. But his picks are weird, man. But I'm man. telling you, They're for, weird. A, for, for a decade, this guy couldn't pick lint out of his navel. And now all of a sudden... He's picking Panthers Saints as a two point play. It's crazy. The game's over five minutes. Like, like, listen, what's going on? Like, listen, Don got wrong the Chiefs game. That is such a regular man's bet. Oh, I like the Chiefs to cover. They're one of the best teams in football. Boom. Look at our picks. They're pretty straightforward football fan picks. Michael is picking these smart games that if you were in Vegas, you would never consider taking off the board. It's so. Random. We'll get to the so bottom. I'm, accu- of- I'm accusing him of getting help. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's kind of like PEDs before it was a rule. Right. All right. Baseball didn't have a rule when, when Barry was breaking it and the records of McGuire. It's kind of like that. It's kind of understood you don't want to get that kind of help. Right. We all get help. We're all trying to dig for information. Someone is making Michael's picks. Wow. I don't know who it is. Someone's making his. Because I'm telling I'm te- Andrew will tell you. He couldn't. I beat him every year, every single year, right, we'll, like a we'll, drum. We'll continue this next with our, our dear friend Dan Grasso, who will join us from Resorts World Casino in Queens. Peter and Don on the K Show on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, yeah. How you living? Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.